Welcome to Daybreak with Ted Tibbet and Michael Paul. If you have a comment, you can call us now at 261-0898 or pound 981 on any ceasefire device. Our email is newsradiomornings at gmail.com. Well, there's no question it's 716. Who can it be now? It is Gene Valentino. Good morning from our rainy Pensacola region. It, it rained for us our, uh, all night last night. Yeah, what you had last night is right over us now, moving slowly east, northeast. And, uh, whoa, it's in the thick of it, so all this uh, technology is slowing down a smidgen. How you doing? Yeah, yeah, everything's good, uh, except for the weather. And, uh, you know, it's just been up and down, you know. One, it's cold one day and hot the next. I think it was 70-something degrees earlier. Uh, now it's, uh, you know, dropped off into the 50s. It's just crazy. It's co- what, what My grandmother used to call this pneumonia weather. <laughs> <laughs> right, right on through to spring. That's right. So a lot going on, Gene. You know, we had the, the State of the Union, but, but uh, sort of uh, looking at the State of the Union, really one, one of the things that was really uh, pressing on the United States before the State of the Union was this Chinese spy satellite, which we believe uh, obviously was trying to collect data on uh, you know, sensitive sites in the U.S. Who knows what they were listening to, maybe you know, testing the the you know i mean the, the cell phone signals i mean we don't know what they were doing now congress is going to get a briefing today finally about uh, this chinese spy aircraft but uh you know there wasn't a whole lot uh, the president hasn't really been uh i don't i would say forthcoming i mean there's something there and uh, and i and i'm not sure quite what it is but but you know my gut tells me that that something's not quite right with this spy satellite and our president's response, what do you think about it? Well, you are correct that uh, I hope Congress gets a good briefing this morning on what the uh, <laughs> the spy balloon. It's emblematic of a deranged national defense policy, in my opinion. I think we have we have uh, shown our colors. And while I think the the core elements of our national defense still far outweigh our adversaries, the fact of the matter is we have shown a very immature, feckless, ill-equipped dark side in our capability to lead and govern. You know, we can talk about the president's speech the other night. We can talk about what Kevin McCarthy's doing to restructure what he can within Congress. In fact, the hearings the Republicans have underway as well. But let me take a step back for a minute. You have touched on some things this morning that caught my attention. Fear is the driving force for compliance. Uh, there's been a long-standing history in this society of our foes, our adversaries, even within our own governance, uh, dumbing down our social order, people becoming more immature, wimpish, wokish, I guess is the current expression, but definitely more immature. 
they're becoming indoctrinated into consumers rather than free citizens with liberties and all those freedoms we've enjoyed. They've forgotten what the, or never got taught, the Declaration of Independence, 1776, and the Constitution. Just scare people uh, when they catch the flu and or a virus and have them rely on you because you in government know better than me, the individual. And so let Big Brother step in to save our lives. What do you think? Forget about natural immunity. Our minds have been usurped. We've create this, uh, there's nothing, I call it a karmic panic. We've gotten to a point where relying on others to take care of us. All while Biden on the news the other night is talking about government knowing better, let us tax you, let us control you, we know the way. And what do you get with that tone is an angry yelling. Did you hear Biden yelling at the nation as if <laughs> and, 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 and Gene, he was yelling about Xi Jinping, and we never could quite understand what he was so angry about or what he was yelling about. He hasn't figured it out. <laughs> <He's>, <laughs> it was bizarre. He's, he's, he's not focused. Let me tell you what I do know. While the man had passion and got inflamed on issues, it was never pointing the finger at you. It was pointing the finger at a problem with a cure. His name was Donald Trump. He never yelled at you as the enemy. When, no matter what you thought of Donald Trump, he recognized who his boss was. His boss was you and me. That's right. And I always, and when I listened to Biden, just, just, just drift with me for a minute. If you listen to Biden in the same context, he's yelling at you. And then Fox News just happened to put on the, on the news just before we went on the air a repeat going back to the 70s when young Joe Biden was screaming at the top of his lungs in Congress to what? To freeze Social Security, Medicare, Medicaid, to, to, to cap it and block it completely, the very same thing he's accusing the Republicans of doing now, which they're not. My good buddy, Senator Rick Scott, is a true leader. He was talking about a budget management process, not eliminating Social Security from the budget. We have become so caught up you know, I remember in the olden days, you remember those days when the citizens would die for freedom? Today, they would give up freedom not to die. And I'm concerned that we are being, uh, it's almost like that Stockholm syndrome, Michael. Yeah. You're, you're beaten into a, into a state of compliance. Uh, 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 systematically, and I think it is time uh, for us to step out. 
while the Republicans in Congress are going forward with a true investigation, while we hope this uh, next election brings even more back into the normalcy of government, just compare where we were two years ago to right now. Which would you rather have? Yeah, Zero no inflation, unbelievable unemployment, a growing economy, and China scared to death about trying to <laughs> screw with the president at the time. Yeah, they wouldn't. They would never screw with Donald Trump because they knew that he would drop the hammer on them. But back to Joe Biden, you know, Biden, of course, you will never hear these things that you just discussed about Joe Biden and his uh, his, uh, I guess, acceptance that there was something wrong with Social Security, Medicaid, Medicare, and that something has to be done to make sure that it continues to be able to function. So we're, we're never going to hear that from the mainstream media. So just forget about that. They're not going to remind people that Joe Biden is a walking contradiction. They're, they're not going to do that. But he's going to be in Florida today, and he's going to be talking about Social Security and Medicare. And uh, he's, uh, he's talking about strengthening the programs. Now, you mentioned Rick Scott. Of course, Rick Scott wanting to sunset them in exchange for raising the debt limit. That's, that's, what, we, that's what we have been told. Uh, the remarks, of course, will come after Biden faces criticism that he made on the Senate floor that you just talked about back in 1995. So, I mean, I don't, I yeah, don't know what's be, going on, but you, you'll see him in Florida today, and I'm sure it'll be covered on your uh, local news. And I'd like to know, you know, what, what you learn from that that we don't get on the national news, because a lot of times we don't, we don't even know. Rick Scott wanted a process in place to manage the budget. He never breathed a word about curtailing Social Security and, and any of the other services especially in this inflationary spin we're in right now. So I'm just, I, I, I just am so repulsed by the antics of this uh, Democratic Party under the leadership of Biden. Hey, uh, you know, 51 former intelligence officer officials said that the laptop was Russia disinformation. These folks put their finger or their thumb on the scale there's no doubt there was now proof there is now proof of an fbi bias and most of those 51 intelligence officials are recanting and taking back what they said they no never, no you, hey look ever, let me tell you something one thing one thing we know for sure 100 percent, and and we've learned this over the last uh, you know four to six years you can't trust government officials period they will lie to you. They will tell you because because why? Well, because they're protecting their own rice bowl, folks. That's exactly what's going on here. They want to make sure that they don't have a guy like Donald Trump looking over their shoulder. They want to make all the money. We talked about this earlier about the money that's been made by not just politicians but bureaucrats in Ukraine. How about Albania and the FBI agent there? Well, I mean, we're talking about money leaving the United States going to foreign countries, and a wink and a nod that we got to get some of that back. Yeah, yeah, it comes back into the pockets in various ways. It's a delusional uh, exploitation of the power that they've come into that has been totally... You don't know what goes on behind the curtain. Hey, I don't think you'd ever see Mike Pence giving a lip lock on Melania. What do you think? No, I don't. I don't think you would ever see that because, well, well he's 
he he's a he's a different kind of guy, no question about it. Of course um, not. I'm tongue in cheek, but you know yeah. darn well, Michael, that no. that scene the other night where um, the, the vice president, Jill, Jill uh, Biden's uh, put that uh, put planted that big kiss on the vice president's uh, husband. Oh my words! I mean, um, and I mean, know. look, I'm gonna tell you something. You know, even I mean, you think about it. I mean. I might hug your wife when I see her, but I'm not going to kiss her on the lips. That just wouldn't be right. I mean, let's think about that for a second. <laughs> I wonder if that's some sort of sealing the deal for her vice especially, president. Especially right in front of you, you know? I mean, with cameras rolling. I mean, why would you do that? It makes no sense. It's kind of, it's kind of actually, well, they're different people. Let's just put it like that. Well, you never know how to define what's been going on. Oh, golly. Anyway. I don't, I don't the, know. Um, I mean, apparently they have a lot more fun than we realized. Well, I guess they'd have to. I mean, you do what you have to to have fun in that environment. I hey, guess so. Here's what I do. Go yeah. ahead. Go, no, you go ahead. No, I, I'm just, you know, I'm just uh, talking nonsense here. But, I mean, it's, it is kind of funny when you see that. You're like, man, they, that was a serious kiss right there. That wasn't like something you, you know, that wasn't like your grandma kiss. Yeah, that's sad. Hey, real quick, I know we're running out of time, but hey, 70-something thousand people died already from this fentanyl crisis. You've got pounds and pounds, what is it, uh, 9,400 pounds of fentanyl seized from the border. That's... 350 million people times five that would die from what's been seized on the fentanyl this year. And as a result, we have got to do something after we kid around with some of the antics in Congress. We must do something to protect this border now and move to a sense of seriousness because China's winning again Remember my three D's, deflect, distract, uh, and disrupt. Yeah. They're trying We're... to divert our attention onto other things, Michael. Yeah, got a hard break here. We're out of time. Sorry. Uh, Gene, thank you so much for joining us, as you normally do each week. Always so well. Gene Valentino, it is 7.30. Good morning, good friends. We'll update the weather right after the Fox News break. Boom ba da da, boom ba da da, boom ba da da.